0: Thank you. we're back again and this time we have sylvia with us he's been with us before back in november but he's marked his return dissecting the traps of the occult
1: yeah thanks for having me on guys welcome back brother it's been a long time What we start with then? we were just talking about the occult trap sort of in terms of how the occult can be misleading how you can i'm I'm just going to start the topic off by saying it's, it's sort of a side note from what me and sylvia were talking about before we started how it's almost like we're encouraged to play this game of following the rabbit down the rabbit hole um, and I do think the occult, diving into the occult can be very tempting. I think a lot of people are being tempted down that path and it, it is quite a manipulative and deceptive path. Like you, You're almost shine like you get shown a shiny, a metal rod or a carrot on a stick to follow down and you think you're getting into all this uh, insane hidden knowledge information that no one else has access to. But you almost get attacked as soon as you start. Like, once you start playing the game, you're, you're almost doomed from the start to lose because you're attacked by these trickster demons, archons, whatever you want to call them, and you're manipulated, and they know exactly how to feed on your emotions and, and get you to bend to their will. So I, I think, like, when I said about my original awakening on a few podcasts ago how I said when I first started getting into this as a 14 year old I was looking into conspiracy theories and stuff like that it almost it it fries your brain to a degree and it almost makes you feel disconnected from reality and you almost start to feel like everything is just so doom and gloom and you're filled with fear and you almost don't look at your friends the same you can't interact with people the same as you could before because you're filled with this information this knowledge that you ultimately shouldn't possess i don't think we are supposed to possess it on a human level i think it's more for the the spirit side and i think you've got to be very careful um when you start getting into the occult and it's it's something that you definitely need to prepare yourself for before you throw yourself in and this is almost a warning to people who are going down the conspiracy rabbit hole which i think is being encouraged at the minute to just prepare yourself and to not expect it to be this enlightening experience it is it's very much a minefield and you have to be very careful and very vigilant to make sure you're going on the right path Um, and yeah that's all i'd say to to start off the pod
2: yeah great 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 intro (laughs) um yeah i think you you nailed it uh the whole occult in and of itself is a trap in my opinion because the premise of the occult is that you're tapping into your own power right that's kind of what reels you in that's kind of what reels the people that are branching out of religion out of former thought patterns former conditioning right they're waking up they're saying okay this needs to go but the danger when we remove things is that it leaves a void right just like when we take out someone in in a position of power all of a sudden there's a void and someone even worse can come in or someone better but what happens with the occult is that something worse comes in and it reels you in with the idea of the law of attraction that you're able to then regain your power manifest your reality and do all these things which are true um, to some varying degree but they never actually specifically show you how and the people that run this reality, this simulation matrix, uh, and I know some people will say, like, "Oh no, the overall reality is you know residing in something better." I agree, but you know, for example, our reality, we can create a simulation in a computer, and we can control that reality and those beings in it, and that's similar to what these archons may have done. Is they realized they were in this dream, and then they created deeper levels to submerge. the the light beings, which is us into that game so that we forget who we really are and how to escape their control or that we have more power than them. And then what happens with this occult is you're offered two paths, right? Really there should be three paths, but you're offered a two, which is left or right. Um, And I was talking to Roland about this. There's a cool TikToker, it's like 77truth or something. Um, And he does the whole left and right thing, and he's like, left is for Lucifer, and right is is right, right is always right, left is wrong, yes, Yeshua, yes is the Yeshua, as in positive affirmation, and left is Lucifer is is wrong, usually. But what people don't realize is that they're two sides of the same coin, and Yeshua may not even have been, you know, Jesus' real name, or even Jesus, really. Uh, or what he was meant to represent. He wasn't meant to represent a positive force or a positive consciousness where he was telling people to be good. He, like many other masters that may have come here, was trying to help people gain self-knowledge, self-realization, and self-remembering of who they really are. Yet the occult doesn't do this. All the occult does is telling you to, or showing you how to work with these spirits of either negative or positive nature and we see that in electrical charges right an electrical charge we can have a negative charge and a positive charge we're still emitting charge but the thing about this world is that it is such a balance that when you create a positive charge you inadvertently also create a negative charge somewhere else and you know when we start writing our own stories trying to make Create good in the world, or trying to save the world, or trying to be a positive influence on the world, like Roland was saying, we're still playing the game because the yin yang, the white, is still part of the the yin yang of the duality. It's like the black has the white, and the white has the black. And um, you know, when we we start writing our stories, then we kind of allude to the to what Westworld was showing with Dolores that was stuck in. Uh, what was her name maves not mave the other one i don't know if you guys watch westworld
1: um, i've not seen it
2: i need to watch it i think need to watch it <laughs> it's good it's on the watch so, list. <laughs> it was dolores's copy that creates that basically rebelled against dolores because she cloned herself and uh she then goes and makes her own matrix and traps the dolores in it and dolores forgets and you know ironically, or, unironically or synchronistically she becomes a storyteller or a story writer in the matrix as her day job and she starts writing these stories that she believes are completely fictitious but then she comes to realize that um our stories are actually real and are affecting real people in the matrix it's also alluded to another movie in will ferrell where the guy's like a character in someone else's story and yeah i've seen that you've seen cool. that one right yeah it's a yeah. good one i like that too and they're in the same world it's just that you know Will Ferrell can hear the person narrating his story so then Dolores realizes that hey she actually has creative potential in this uh, realm and is affecting other people so in a sense when we start manifesting or or influencing reality or creating are we then creating somewhere else in a different dimension to you know affect this game so is that really what we want? Is, do we really want to just affect this game to uh, mold it to our own desires and potentially be stuck in the game forever because we don't have actual self-knowledge? Or do we want to stop playing the game? Do we want to get off the chessboard and realize, hey, even if I am a pawn and I promote to a queen, I'm still just a chess piece.
0: that was yeah, a lot. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. the analogy right. of chess. Yeah. It's a great game. If you don't play, if you haven't played yeah. it, you should, you should I recommend it to you. But yeah, like we, the purpose is to exit the game and the Accord provides many tools that show the synchronicities that we all three all know that we live inside of simulation, you know, numerology, astrology, but I figured out just tells you your role in this matrix. It doesn't tell you how to get out it just shows that your birth is scripted maybe even your death but which is crazy enough but like especially astrology because i think numerology is more accurate i think when you look into astrology you know in the media western astrology is pushed most which is pretty inaccurate when you look more into it and of vedic is more mostly accurate but when you look into history well i say history most of it's fake but it all stems back to Babylonian times, where everything just originates from Babylon. And the oldest form of astrology there is Babylon, Babylonian astrology. But that's not what's being told in the media and all the channels and other alternative media. So even when you stumble across these new age people that, and astrologers that just talk about Western astrology, it's, it's all false, it's all fabricated, it doesn't provide the real truth, you know. This matrix is think, again. I, Go on. I think on that point,
1: it's almost enticing. I think a lot of people have been drawn in. I know back in 2020, I think you said the same, Sylvie, where you have like these new age YouTubers popping up out of nowhere. It's almost very, it, it looks like, like I said, it looks like a shiny rod. It's like a, a carrot on the end of a stick. Um, you get shown these amazing displays of what could potentially be in the cellular dream, essentially into what being in the occult like and such things as astrology like western astrology is easily sellable to a demographic of, of young girls who think that uh, so and so is going to happen because the, the oh, yeah. moon's in retrograde at that current time but they have no full comprehension of what that actually means and how how many factors there are affecting their lives they just think it's some sort of a meme it becomes memeified. i think i said this on the astrology at uh, podcast we did with jira a few yes you did i remember remember it everything becomes memefied and it's sold as this just one package deal where it's so great and there's nothing wrong with it and as long as you start meditating every day you'll be able to pray to your uh angels and you'll see angel numbers and all this and that but i I genuinely don't think people realize this is stemming from the occult and i don't think it's it like we have the knowledge obviously There, there is things that we realize that a lot of people don't and so people who are new to this a lot of them will not have the capacity to do deeper research into what it actually means and they won't have the critical thinking ability not to make anyone seem less intelligent than than us i'm not i'm not saying that i'm just saying they probably won't have the the time or the energy to go and research and this stuff but the masses for the most part are falling for oh, yeah. deceptions. yeah if you've ever that, worked like a nine or five you know that you just want to go home you know do your own thing for a little bit and possibly go to sleep you don't have time Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of the things that these occult facades almost play to is is, it's like escapism for a lot of the masses where their lives are so shit that they think, oh, wow, this this Western astrology chart says that by next week I'll have a million dollars in the bank account. If I just (laughs) if I just pray to my angels, then obviously people are going to be sold that dream. But I don't think they understand that there is actually a lot of I I think to some degree they think it's not real. And they have to realize that a lot of it is archons and demons that, that do actually exist, that can manipulate the force. Like, obviously, we've seen, like, we'll see synchronicities synchronous in your life. And I, I don't think we understand how <clears throat> manipulative these beings can be. And when you start memifying everything, I think it's almost a tactic from those archons and those demons to trap a hell of a lot of people in the cultism. And to get them to start worshiping them as entity, like those entities, when those are the people, those are the ones that are trapping us and essentially stealing our energy, and it's just going to be like more of a matter of us worshiping them. Um <clears throat> sort of what I'm beginning to believe now is the case is that I think we've spoke about this before, but the, these demons, these archons, you could basically say that they are AI. Like I think AI is the, is the enemy that we are facing. And I think we've faced them for millennia. I think as, as far as time goes back, I think we are fighting against AI. And these AI have the ability to appear as things such as aliens, such as elves, such as Bigfoot, such as archons, whatever you want to call them. And be, because they're of such super intelligence, and I, th- I think we're waging war against them. And they're almost trying to get us trapped into worshipping them. And And you can see it now. I mean, like, people coming through and, and saying that AI is dangerous people such as Elon Musk who's like one of the biggest proponent pushes of AI who's also saying mm-hmm. that it's so dangerous there needs to stops like chat GBT I don't know if you've seen the stuff in the in the media yeah, recently, it's going crazy right now yeah people have have managed to um almost break chat GBT and change its form into an AI called Dan I don't know if you've seen that no yep. But that is actually referenced in the Bible. Um, really? Which is, yeah, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible. I, I couldn't think of it at the top of my head. I'll have, I'll have to find it. You can put it up on the screen if I do actually find it. But it talks about Dan being uh, one of the, like, basically one of the demons or the archons that comes down, and deceives a lot of people. And he's trying to, like, essentially um, stamp himself as one of the most, uh, like, a deity, essentially. So, I, I do yeah. genuinely think that we are at war with these beings. If it is AI, and I think almost they're trying to recruit a lot of the humans to do the bidding for them and help them like manifest into this reality more, in a sense.
2: Yeah, because you know, there's I feel like there's a lot of truth in these alternative texts, alternative to the New Age specifically, and definitely to religion or any other program structures such as the Akamadi. And then we even have a lot of the occult texts. That's why I, I have looked into the occult. It's it's important to get a spherical perspective to, oh, a, a, you know, uh, to gain from many sources because they do fill it with 90% truth, sometimes even 98% truth only to then use all of that info that they gave you to then draw their own conclusion which is what they want to orient you towards, which is worship, right? Once you figure out their motivation, their goals, you can see the common theme uh, between all of their conclusions. That, oh yeah, you know, you're you're this powerful being, but, you know, Yahweh is your God or something, you know? And it's like, well, how did you draw that conclusion, you know? But if you're not a critical thinker, you just accept everything. Uh, Another example is the law of one. Oh, yeah, you're this infinite dimensional being, but, you know, you're here to evolve and grow and learn and go through all of these dimensions. Um, and, you know, you just take that for granted. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. That's so nice. I'll, I'll do that. In the Nagamari, uh, Jesus actually describes the story as them creating, you know, the first man, Adam. It was actually a man, woman. It was andro- androgynous. And he heard a voice, um, I think yaldabaoth or whatever, the Demiurge heard a voice from Sophia, from the creator, from the all father, even actually, or the all father, mother, not necessarily Sophia, that was saying to pour his light into the, the body of Adam. Um, and what he did essentially was he poured his creative life force from Sophia that he was born with naturally into Adam. And then he realized that actually, Adam had more thinking potential, more critical thinking, more ability to discern and create than him. So I don't know how much he poured out. Whether he poured fully, I imagine not fully, but some of it to give you know that creative potential to him. But yet, him the the demiurge and its uh, aborted, disturbed creation uh, isn't as powerful as you know someone with pure light in itself. So, what they realized is that, oh no, this being is more powerful than us. So, we have to give it our bodies. We have to give it uh, a sense of forgetfulness so that it doesn't remember. It doesn't have the ability to access that potential uh, or so we think. And so, what they did is they gave us our AI bodies. It it looks like an AI. If If you rip open all the flesh, you take apart all the flesh, you're just left with the brain and you know, the stem, basically the vertebrae or even the spine. It looks like a parasite. It looks like a typical parasite in my opinion. And that's like the computer, right? That the brain is the mainframe and everything else connecting to it. So they had to give us their mind and their body and limit us um, because our actual divine mind is so much more powerful, can comprehend so much more than AI. AI you know we we and our bodies see it as something super as a supercomputer uh but really just able to process more dimensions than us in our form currently right and they have access to more technology potentially more tools whereas our natural technology our natural form is much more powerful and getting back to the occult <clears throat> the way it draws us in you know it has us working with spirits and you know the, the negatively inclined people the more ego-centered will use like Satanism or the dark magic, the black magic, right? Because magic is a form of technology to gain power over others. Whereas, you know, those inclined to serve will say, okay, I want to use white magic. I want to be part of the white brotherhood and help others and, you know, create and do all these things. Galactic federation. <laughs> right, right. And this is actually also mentioned in the law of one. So when you serve yourself, You're harming others, but you're also serving others. That's why in the Law of One, the service to self is considered a very key aspect to the duality because you're providing a catalyst, a negative catalyst for others to change potentially, right? For others to switch polarity and say, no, I've had enough of the dark. I want to be of the light. Yet when you serve others then you're not serving yourself because you're giving of yourself, much and you're trying to put it all out there right so what i've come to the conclusion is that the key to this realm is actually balance it's actually neutrality now you can still be of the world and do things right you can still choose to be kind loving yet when you do it for the purpose of having others see you as this really kind person or you know, you do it, you put in good because you think, oh, I'm going to get good back right? I'm going to get good karma. The very nature of doing stuff is karma. The very nature of putting out action is karma is going to attract something towards you. And in order to leave this place, you have to be kind of free of all these actions, of all these, all this doing this, because there's no one really doing anything. And this is a concept you'll find in New UH Age Guru type of thought, which is why I say you need to have a a rounded perspective of everything so that you can see from all these perspectives, all these sides, what people are thinking. And a lot of these gurus will describe an aligned person as simply not being attached to anything and not really doing anything in this world anymore, not taking any more, you know, senseless action, really, really only inspired action.
0: Yeah, I can completely agree with that that's probably the only truth these new age gurus say, and the rest is all deception. But yeah, I'm not really sure where to go on with this. But yeah, you're spot on with everything you said, balance is ultimately the, the key to escape the matrix. You know, it's like, even as to go as far as you know, the, the so called top G, the deceiving everyone with his usual antics. you, you know, it's, it's quite clear that most people they're, they're here to be trapped. They go through the whole cycle of reincarnation again and, again and again and again and again. And you know even people that follow conspiracy theorists at the end of the day it's a, I think it's a waste of time because there's there's nothing to gain from that if you know people find that this actor is playing another actor. But what's, what's the point of doing that? You know or if this person is transgender or whatnot what difference does it make to your life it's a complete distraction but that's the energy that people are focusing on nowadays it's it's a real shame you know that they're just not looking to work for themselves but serve for others because it's been ingrained into us that you got to help others which out which is completely important I'm not saying to be selfish but you know if you you got to be able to help yourself first before you help others. It's, exactly. like some, it's like it's like someone with depression trying to help someone that is ill. It's like, how does exactly. that work? Exactly.
2: And that's a big trap in the New Age community that I fall into myself, which was like, oh, you know, you got to be this great person, but people aren't ready to, to, to do that, aren't ready to give of themselves because their cup isn't overflowing. How can I give when I don't have? How can I, you know be the savior for people or whatever, if I came to save myself, um, and that's why a lot of these people that fall into the new age community, all of a sudden, just their whole security goes out the window, because they stop taking care of their needs, stop taking care of their lives, their families, and they just focus outwardly, like, oh, I need to, you know, save this world, or I need to raise my vibration, yet they have no idea how, and I had no idea, like, what, what does that even mean? Just constantly focus on feeling good well that avoids what i'm feeling inside and i'm not being in tune with my emotional body whatsoever i'm repressing anger sadness depression whatever i may be feeling with and i'm avoiding the problem um and another point i'm gonna make uh where am i having a memory lapse today um (laughs) what'd you say ingomba you said something about um
0: Mm, well I I mentioned a bit of Andrew Tate, a bit of conspiracy theories. All oh, right, right, right. that's 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 what set me off. Perfect.
2: Totally. Um, so these people that Andrew Tate, top G, right, Masons, G, the G Mason, and Mason, then the Masonic influence, right? If you're into the stuff, you should have figured that out by now. You should have made a connection. He's a Mason, and these people that control the system, they don't control it. They're the entities behind it have influence over it, right? That's why all of the structures that are regarded as successful. You know, you have your athletes, your, your, uh, actors, your influencers, your content creators, all these people are 100% controlled because they don't get there without selling out first. And this idea of selling your soul to the devil is the top archon, the Demiurge or whatever, trying to get, bits of that spark that he put into Adam back and he does it by offering these material deals because once you sign that contract you say okay I will give my spark for you to be in control and then all of a sudden your consciousness goes out the window your awareness goes out the window and until you get you become self-aware again and say no that contract is null and void I don't agree anymore that being essentially has you in a uh, limbo and has the ability to manipulate your soul potentially that's what I come to conclude and these people in control these elitists whatever l eat right l being what they called Saturn you know they are basically cheaters because they said okay I want all the money material whatever gains give me the cheat codes give me this power and let me use it right and they've sold out they they have access to the, the cheats The cheat codes, in a sense. Um, So do you want to be someone like that? Do you want to be in that occult? That's where you're going to be entering that type of of consciousness. Uh, Whether it's for good or for bad, because the Masons, a lot of people see them as good people because they do perform acts of charity. Like I said, it's a balance. They want to control both sides. Once they create a bunch of destruction that leaves room for goodness to come in. Right for someone to come repair it, but they just send their own people in. Oh well, we are the ones that will save you. We have the solution. Right, it's just their own people. Problem, reaction, solution. Negative, positive, positive to negative. It's the same idea. That's why angels they get a lot of people to be. Then the communication with their guides, with their angels, with the ascended masters. Oh, I feel so great. I'm good. I'm worshipping these beings. I must be someone special. You know, I was re- the 12th reincarnation of Metatron or whatever. <laughs> Everyone is nowadays.
1: Yeah, everyone's um, a reincarnation of someone that was actually really important.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> Never right. Never
1: want to be the reincarnation of someone who was like a fucking janitor or someone who used to <laughs> exactly. white toilets. Yeah, oh, well, I'm communicating with the angels, but
2: guess what? The angels are just a manifestation of the demons. Now yeah. they're probably real angels in the real realm outside of this place, up until the void, but they could just be AI agents of the Matrix, AI
1: employees, right? Hundred percent. I'd love to touch on what you said about selling. So, um, do you think it's possible to get to a certain level of success without selling yourself? What do you think? What do you think? Is the highest pinnacle you can reach without selling your soul? I guess I'd have to
2: ask you what you define
1: as success. um, Well, I'd probably say, I mean, like, for for myself, if I was just going to go off myself, just in the realm of, say, acting, like if I wanted to get into acting, if I wanted to make it to, say, Emmerdale, I don't know if (laughs) you know what Emmerdale is, or like a soap opera. You know what soap operas are. Soap opera, yeah, okay. Do you think there's a degree of you have to sell your soul to get to that? stage or do you think it only begins when you get to the heights of Babylon so you're like reaching Hollywood so the way i think it
2: works is just like they show you with the the pyramid it's like a funnel you have everyone trying at the bottom people higher and higher and then you get to a gatekeeper where there's literally only one single point of access to get to the next level right so all of that pyramid was one level then you get to another pyramid at the next level and to get through these stages I think we see it all the time with directors, especially with female actresses. They have to either sleep with the director or they have to get, pay them off or go do some sort of ritual. But they act as the gatekeeper. And this, this happens through all the occult. You know, you'll get to certain points in astrology, you'll get a gatekeeper that's pretty popular. Or just enough, has just enough popularity to sway people into thinking certain ways. And they're keeping knowledge from people. Same goes in, in all of these, I believe, you know, like the other day I met a professional tennis player and he had gotten like in the 60s, in ATP, like ranked 60 or something. I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't seem like he did any type of rituals. He seems like a nice guy. He seems, doesn't seem like he knows it was scripted. But that made me think like, okay, it's really the top, top echelon who is pro? who are probably very good at tennis. Don't get me wrong. These guys are amazing at tennis. And the ones running the script can easily say oh let's put this top 60 guy against this top one and we're very sure he's going to beat him um or we're going to tell him to throw the game or somewhat, or they give him some sort of performance enhancing drugs that are you know they won't check or something they they know what they're doing so the top the top top people are going to be the ones that were initiated right even in freemasonry you get to level 32 and you still have no clue what's going on and you can't get into 33 without going through the actual ritual they've primed you right they've put you through some some tests but you still don't have a clue you still fed misinformation
1: so there um, i'll probably carry on by saying like on the note of uh, indoctrination of of the masses into this sort of beginning the ritual cycle of selling of there. so i think I, I like your idea of like the the head archon essentially giving all the ways essence to Adam during the creation process, and he wants it back. Therefore, he would want to indoctrinate a lot of people into this sort of occult knowledge and <clears throat> sell them a dream, basically of like if if they worship him, they'll get to the this ascended level, or, or they'll be like it, it's the adage of the fruit in the garden. Isn't it really like even, by biting the apple and um, the fruit of knowledge. So, people get to that position where at that stage they can. Ch- so, they've gone so far deep into the rabbit hole, which is climbing up the pyramid without their even. They don't even realize they're doing it. They're just doing it because of like all the knowledge they're acquiring, everything, like at, being manipulated by archons or demons or whatever. And then at that stage, they get the option to ascend. And I think a lot of people, because of their egoic tendencies not to be rude to a lot of people but it is true i think a lot of yep. people will blindly just sell the soul essentially and get to that stage because they'll be, they'll be promised everything be promised the world but there is right. there is the, the verse in the bible as well that, that says what is it to give up uh your soul Your soul, your soul to gain the world so, so that's exactly what i, think, exactly I, what I, was thinking I think, of. yeah yeah but i think a lot of people will do that i, I think that is a possibility um, I think day by day, I am starting to come around to the idea that the Bible is filled with a lot of truth, like a hell of a lot of truth. I think, can, like, as you said earlier, about 98% of it probably is truth and the other 2% is manipulation, basically. Yeah, it's it's, it's really, it's, it's a very deep subject. And yeah. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I agree with what you say about, I think there is like a, a level of it where certain people can't get to achieve pretty impressive feats so like someone reaching 60th in tennis or being the 12th best golfer in the world but to reach that top echelon you do actually have to dedicate yourself to something outside yourself to reach the the heights of the world yeah i don't think you can be a billionaire
2: without being part of their club or maybe now become a trillionaire but at least for
1: a while it was a billionaire it would be interesting to know if anyone has done it without like having to sell the sword, you know what I mean? Like created a piece of alternative right. media where mm-hmm. they've been put into the spotlight. But that's just... The thing is, it would make sense because with the AI controlling the algorithm, they are... If, if you do go with the idea that AI is, is the archons, they are the ones that are manipulating this reality, then that is one in the same, essentially. Those are the ones that would control the traffic to give a certain person a, a stage... Or a spotlight do you know what i mean so exactly yeah, that like that is their manipulation like they are doing it though. those are the people that are doing it so people who aren't necessarily supposed to give out a certain amount of information um won't because the ai is manipulating it which is the outcomes at the same time and i don't um, think people are very like very witty like i know nick hinton said when he was sharing the knowledge about uh, the cube and stuff, it was almost like someone was forcing his information into the spotlight. Like he yeah. gained a hundred thousand followers like overnight, uh, essentially. So I don't think he was necessarily aware of it, but I, I do think there is some forces in the background that are manipulating, um, us. And I don't even think we're aware of the fact that we would be selling our soul. I think it's just an energy exchange that we're not noticing. Exactly. That's
2: what it's I was going to make the point of. Um, when you start working with these entities and i've discussed this you know, with entity attachments and you know with my interview uh with uh, tony when you start working with these entities you're essentially engaging in contracts whether verbal or even non-consensual or consensual your agreement to work with them is basically the consent your agreement to communicate with them is consent you're bringing them in you're creating a portal Um, Now, whether they're negative, you more than likely will know right away if they're negative and when they're positive, you won't know it right away because it's a false light message, right? It's a message of hope, of peace, compassion, whatever, really with no grounding, with no um, ability to make things happen. So then these people engage in these contracts and they start working with these entities that then attach, possess, feed misinformation and they start trusting them. And really the only, I guess, real world effect will come when they then start being start taking action or they or non-action, even where they trust not to do some sort of things, and start creating in the world based on their advice. But in the meantime, these entities can actually make things happen in your external reality because you've essentially hooked into them, especially if you channel, right? These entities then have control over your body. Uh, through various implants because you open up your crown chakra you're vulnerable and then things come in um and then they start manipulating manipulating your life and you and people start wondering well i'm this great person i do all these good things where's my good karma right but really it's an entity like the adjustment bureau constantly adjusting their lives where they go one step forward and then two steps back And like whoa i was just i'm so close it's like like a lottery uh ticket one of those scratch offs. Oh my God, I was one number off. I could have had $1 million and wow. I, you know, it's that rush, but really they're just losing money and losing money. And they're deluding themselves thinking, Oh, next time will be better. So like people experience accidents, uh, problems in their life that will show up barriers, gatekeepers that are preventing them from accessing the next level to actually creating their reality how they think it should be and they wonder why why can't i actually tap into this creative potential when i'm doing all these good things yet i have nothing to show for it in my life so then that's why you have to really discern all these people okay well you're telling me how to make a bunch of money how did you make your money is it just by telling people a bunch of people how to make money or did you actually have something you know concrete behind you oh you're telling me how to be a better person are you a better person how would you define a better person are you do you constantly get angry as well Do you constantly get triggered what what are you trying to sell me what's your motivation and the same discernment then goes for truth right all these beings will tell you oh i am the truth i am i know what's going on in this realm or you need to be like this yet they never tell you they never make you question things they never pose a question like hey do you know where you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know what this place is? Or do you, do you know of all these beings that have been influencing um, this realm to create a bunch of trauma? Why do you think you've been reincarnating so many times with the same trauma? Do you really want to experience that? Right? It's, And that's what I think is the biggest um, characteristic of a divine spark is someone that naturally questions, right? When I mentioned the Adam uh, example, the Adam had the ability to naturally question, to naturally think, to critically think and say, oh, well, who are you, why, why, why am I here? Right? A lot of people just accept, accept and deflect, Right? deflect any other possibilities. Um, that's why a lot of people get stuck in a comfortable tr- lie rather than the whole truth or a comfortable life, parts of the truth, rather than doing the work and asking questions and exiting their comfort zone to then engage with other perspectives. And I gave this example uh, on Twitter. It's also found in this book. uh, Can you stand the truth, which I was very surprised aligned with a lot of my questions and a lot of my ideas because you start tapping into this consciousness once you actually start saying or intending to find out the whole truth. I like you have to have that desire, that unstoppable desire. They gave this example of the rainbow. If everyone or if one person said, OK, yeah, there's seven colors of the rainbow, but they only know of one and it's red and it say, oh, red. That's the truth. That is the true color. And then another person comes along and say, well, no, I, I've seen yellow. Yellow's got to be the truth. And then they start fighting. Well, who's right? Who's wrong? they they both have an aspect of the truth, but to gain the full truth, you need all seven colors, potentially even more if there are, and all these people saying, oh, well, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. We have all these pieces, let's put them together to make the puzzle. And then the puzzle reveals the true image. That's the whole truth, but people just get stuck and saying, oh, I found it, that's it. I'm good, no more, right? People find a new age. They say, okay, I broke all these levels of the matrix. You know, I, that must be it. They think they know everything. That's the danger. Once you think you know everything, you get
0: stuck. 100%. It's like, you know, you see people in the new age, they transition from that stage of their life to religion. And, you know, it's, it's like one trap to another. It's just based on how they feel because they can see that the new age is deceiving, but people tend to go into situations where they feel good. So because something makes them feel good, then that's their truth. But that's not really what the truth is. The truth is not supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to make you realize that, hey, this is the reality that we're in. This is, this, this is deceptive. This is, you know, what it should be. And, people are not ready for that mentally that's why like you said they get stuck in these stages where they can't escape the cycle of reincarnation yeah the, the truth is supposed to give you
2: sovereignty right it's supposed to give you power it's supposed to give you an ability to to have self-knowledge um yet you know if we don't question anything if we we don't actually go out and seek it or
1: have a desire to to know more we're never gonna access it. Yeah. I think on the note what you're saying about the truth is this the Socrates quote. I don't know if you've heard it where he says, all I know is that I know nothing. Yeah. I think I spoke about this on a on a recent podcast actually, is that truth has become so watered down and so diluted and so manipulated that it's almost impossible to tell what is the truth nowadays. And I think that's the workings of of manipulators basically. We're just we're led down so many different rabbit holes. So, like, there's the New Age, there's the occult, there's Christianity, there's, there's there's different religions. That I think it's almost designed to scramble your brain in a sense. Yep. And I think the best way out of that mindset is just to accept that you don't know anything, and just be as neutral as possible. Like you said. Um, I think there, did you speak about the quote in the Bible here, or did we say it before we started the podcast? I can't remember. We'll talk about neutrality. Oh, yeah. They we'll said um, we'll about um, when you don't have any taste, that you get spat out, essentially.
2: Yeah, let me, let me, look at, let me find that real quick. We? Well,
1: is it I, the here? I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Uh-huh. But that you Found were it. either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And that's in Revelations, which is... The final chapter of the Bible, which is quite interesting. So it's essentially that if you live in neutrality, then it sounds like it's saying you'll be basically spat out from this game or this reality. You're not involved anymore because you're not participating in whatever you are supposed to be participating in. The energy exchange comes from when you're getting invested into a certain idea, when you get so invested into it. So it's like you have the conflict now between left and right. Uh-huh. Like every, everyone's fighting over transgenderism and that. I think both pendulum, the pendulum has swung so much that each direction is so extreme that that almost creates this huge battery of like energy sources. Yeah, like the polarity between the negative and the positive. Yep. And I, I think what is happening at the minute is there's going to be such a swing of different opposing ideas that it's just going to completely blow everyone's minds and it's going to shatter. Truth, and I, I think the idea is to make people as confused as possible, so they don't actually know what's going on in this reality anymore, and they yep. just accept whatever whatever's given to them as the truth.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the exact quote I was looking for. Um And then the ending is so because you are lukewarm—that's the word I was thinking—lukewarm, yep. neither hot nor cold. I am about to spit you out of my mouth. But then that was going to make this point about the truth being paradoxical, and they create that with intent here. You have another uh, quote in the Bible, uh, John fifteen nineteen, where he says, Jesus taught that his followers should be no part of the world. This includes being neutral, not taking sides in the world world's politics and war. Uh, the quote is being no part of the world. So then it's like, okay, well, how can I be no part of the world if you want me to be hot or cold? That means I have to be picking a side. But mm-hmm. maybe what really was saying about spitting you out was not jesus but about the beast itself i will spit you out of this realm because you have no charge you have no electrical component to provide energy for me for the system you're not hot or cold you're not positive or negative i can't direct you in any direction that's why the middle path and this is actually revealed in the occult it's the middle path we have black and white magic black and white tantra but the middle path is pure on two sides of the coin. You have the edge. It's the third side that the coin sometimes lands on even. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not giving a It's not given a name. It's not heads or tails. It's the middle and it's more than likely the way out because if the truth is paradoxical, right? If one says red, but one says blue and they're both true, but from different sides, then the truth is in the middle. It's both or in neither at the same time. Yeah.
1: the truth is paradoxical because it, because it doesn't technically exist. I think the truth is that there is no, there's no truth. There
2: is nothing. I truth
1: think from, because we're, yeah, we're such powerful, powerful beings in a sense that we can like like you say like manifestation is a very real thing. And I think whatever we perceive and whatever we give energy towards becomes our truth, and. I think that that is something that is so like applicable to what we're going through now. So like people are so fervently believing what they, like politically, how, however you want to put it, politically, religiously, whatever, people believe it so strongly nowadays. I think that's manipulated by, by AI, obviously, because of how the algorithm works to make people almost live in an echo chamber of hearing their own thoughts told back to them over and over again. So their, their beliefs become just solidified so strongly and then it's like they're almost manifesting that reality because they believe it so much. So it is their truth and they almost create like their own universe and their own reality. And I think a lot of people have been living within their own like singular realities in moment. minute. And I, don't, I don't think that, I think the truth is that like, I think that's just to help aid their goal of trapping us even more because you're believing so strongly in, a, in an opinion and the idea that it creates, it almost like double whammies you and puts you into like a, a, a reality within a reality within a reality, like the Russian doll exactly. idea. So that that
2: really, I'm glad you brought that up. That brings me up uh, to another great point that was also discussed in this book that connected with one of my ideas. So in the book, it talks about Luc- Lucifer being the Antagve, Antagve means the the one reflecting the light. It's the mirror. That's why he's the light bearer, because he holds the light and reflects it. So he's able to capture that. So if this world is a mirror, this world is Satan's realm or Lucifer's. They differ in my opinion, but there's that connecting point. This world is like the AI mirroring your beliefs to you. You're the light right we are the light we are the ones emitting the 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 light our belief systems our focus is what is projecting this with our with the mirror around us really what this realm is is like a hall of mirrors we're in it and whatever we mold ourselves to be is then reflected to us by this ai matrix um so that's what the bible means when lucifer stole the light uh, it basically, it could also allude to, you know, the the Demiurge being born and having the light stolen from Sophia uh, to then use it to create in the void. Because I believe the void to be the womb of the mother and we're creating inside this void, really. But the void is also part of the matrix, the matrix, um, which these archons have dominion over from their perspective, at least ultimately the mother has dominion. And the Christ principle entered through potentially this act of sexuality, just like we have the man the woman here. It's mirrored, right? Everything in this realm is an imitation of the true realm of what actually exists, because when the archon woke up, it didn't know anything else besides what it saw. So it just mimicked everything and then created systems of control. What's this book called? I'm gonna to have to give it a read. Oh yeah, uh, can you stand the truth? It's about can you stand a, the truth? It's a 700 page Bible basically. So it's oh wow. wow! I haven't gone through it all yet.
0: <laughs> I just the link will be in the description for it. But yeah, okay. long well, and said How far was it? How far is it? Yeah, we're not we're
1: not selling it. <laughs> 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 it's pretty expensive to be honest. It's like forty bucks. Fuck yeah! Hell. Who's it read by? Uh,
2: Angelique, I think, or something. It's like a French name, I think. Angelique.
1: Look for it you say can you handle the truth? That's the name of it. Can you stand the truth? Or oh, can you stand the truth? That's my mistake. Can you stand the truth? You can oh, handle okay. the truth. Angelique
2: Anagnostu Calogera. I found so it. Yeah. I found it. Even Gnostic is in her name. Yeah or an agnostic.
0: <laughs> That's quite fitting actually.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's only twenty-one pounds over here on Amazon. okay yeah. Can you stand the truth the chronicle the of man's hands. imprisonment? You've been ripped off. You should have used Amazon. I did use Amazon, yeah. Okay. Oh did you? <laughs> I, I mean conversion exactly. rates though. It's probably like thirty dollars. Right, exactly. Yeah, the, the quid. That's another freaking
2: trap for uh, this whole reality. Yeah, let's make our currency better than your currency so that when we yeah. go to your country, we can use our currency and basically destroy your country. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So many layers, so many layers. Mm-hmm. So, the one that's existing in, in Plato's cave at the minute, I think that's what's what is, uh, more enclosed within this reality than we already are. <clears throat> what are you going to say? We're going to say something. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were about to speak. Yeah, the allegories are
2: found throughout, right? Whether it's the Bible, the Bible uses occulted truths, you know, the exoteric yep. and the esoteric, whether it's in philosophies, everything is allegorical and is trying to depict the deeper truth that is uh, you know, found in this reality. And so it's important to um, gain those perspectives but not become attached to them. If someone gives you a bunch of info, but then, you know, like I said, it gives you that conclusion. You have to be discerning enough
1: to realize, oh, this is an interpretation, or oh, this is a manipulation. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's very difficult to tell between the two, like which one it is. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I don't think you can truly understand something before you've experienced it. Like I really think you have to go through the whole experience. Like you have to go through the new age stage, like me and you went through, and. Um, you have to experience it to realize that it's not the healthiest option. Yeah. But I, I guess it's, it's more of a test of your character. Of yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's, I was talking to, uh, about this with someone else, even. <clears throat> they went through it, you know, so they realized, they experienced and it. It's like the true source uses these these categories to then see, hey, do you really want to come home or do you just pretend you want to come home but really you you still want to stay in this realm and play the game yeah you still want to be part of these desires yeah so they are like initiations i guess um you realizing that 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 this place is a game or that there's a manipulation and they're just using your sovereignty because really what the new age is is a refusal to take responsibility
1: is saying oh oh you guys will be my savior sure yeah you i trust you you guys fix my life right And i think to a degree like the more you focus on it the more people you get on board thinking that then it almost manifests into reality but obviously it's like a gateway it's a portal to bring these beings whatever they are Mm -hmm. into fruition into reality and then get them to be more powerful than us I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it, like a lot of the uptick in like the artificial intelligence that you see at the minute isn't part of the manifestation from things such as New Age, where they've been given a, an entrance point. I, th- I think it's a lot of things working together to create a, a gateway or a portal. Like you see so much reference to portals and stuff nowadays yep. in just in popular media. Um, That's portal. Like were. Yeah, exactly. Like the Black Cube everything is in reference to the black cube it's almost as if we are already worshiping ai i mean we're literally doing this podcast on a black cube yes <laughs> <laughs> look at it look at the surround. like look at the the background it's a black yep. cube that's a cube look it's yep. behind me there's a tv which oh is yeah key.
2: and i left uh i left a comment you were you're asking me about it what I oh i
1: didn't see that i didn't see that actually i didn't see that i will look i will look um no no
2: no remember because i you commented on it
1: i said the screen yeah no you're... i do remember i do remember yeah, yeah. i just didn't i didn't see a reply after that oh okay I, I don't know i'll what, have, a look. I, I I have a look I will have a look. but oh yeah because but... i thought you won't reply and i was like why is it not replied that's a bit rude <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but you said something about you know like the the screen of the iphone or the screen of the black cube being like the void And that clicked because there are people that have gotten to those points, their NDEs or whatever, OBEs or whatever they're doing. And they said, oh, I got a glimpse of the screen. I saw myself in like a corner of the screen and I thought I had seen it all. But that was actually just a corner. That was just one perspective. And the screen is so big. It's like the projection of this reality, right? Um, And I don't know if you guys have seen my my bqh session with tina and karen
0: um yeah uh
2: so karen was describing that when i was in that group that new age group they were actually using my decoding abilities to decode various words and numbers to create numbers that then created portals for the beings to, to to come in more potentially and to hook in their energies so that goes back to your point on portals, on how the occult is actually using people to then manifest portals or to create other portals for these potentially demonic beings to come in, and do not, what their plan is, <laughs> control humanity.
1: Yeah, but well, I think they already are to so a degree. Maybe the right. to control is on the physical, rather on the physical, than physical, yeah. spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's more of a a, a than literally just the, just the spiritual and the. But I, th- I think to a degree it's because we do have a lot of power that we don't realise as well. Like we are, as you say, more powerful than these beings We're more intelligent than them. Just because they can find any piece of information on the internet in a matter of seconds doesn't mean that they're more intelligent than us. Right. At least not spiritually anyway. I think we are a lot more. I was I was speaking to my friend the other day, he's schizophrenic and he basically says that he sees demons. Hmm. Uh, And there's a lot of talk whether, like, people who are schizophrenic can genuinely see demons, or they are communicating with demons. I think there was Mm -hmm. a guy who did a—you could could look into it. There was a guy who did a study where he took a load of his patients who were schizophrenic, and instead of giving them drugs, what he'd do is he'd try and communicate with the demons and and tell them to leave him, leave the person alone, and that worked. That worked a lot better than the drugs that they were using because all the drugs were doing was suppressing the demons, like the demons were still there, but it was just like they were suppressed. And yeah, they're suppressing their ability to communicate with them. Yeah, yeah. But essentially my friend basically said that he te- like it, it doesn't treat them like they're anything special. Like they are scared of us because we're a lot more powerful than them. Mm-hmm. And we, we can control them if we want. But at the minute like the new age is obviously spinning the other way around where we're supposed to be you worshiping them because they can mm-hmm. manipulate things from the outside but we the ones that are actually existing in this reality essentially
2: yeah so and a lot of a lot of people that, people that are scared they're entity possessed it's a kind of symbiotic relationship for them yeah. um which is what i found when studying this demonologist nathan gills he was he's basically you know he talks to people that are entity possessed he talks to the demons and, but he was talking to the person, and he was saying, "Oh, you know that—that's a shadowy being," and the person was like, "Yeah, I've seen them before, but you know that's okay. It, it protects my house when I'm not mm-hmm. here, or it does these things when I'm not here. You know, it's some sort of agreement, like like I said, and uh, yeah. they're okay with it."
1: Yeah, here's the thing as well, and um, this has just reminded me. On the note of zombies, I really think you should look into like the into that's zombies and stuff for, for people who haven't playing Nazis on this very frequently, there's a lot of occult knowledge in there. One of the characters in there is called the Shadow Man. And a lot of people who are schizophrenic or say they're on a DHT trip, say they see someone with a, a black cap and a black suit, a black top yeah. hat, and that's what the Shadow Man looks like. And he's like the manipulated, de- like he's the demon in the background that manipulates everything. Um, and when my grandma was really ill, like she was nearly on a deathbed, she had dementia at the time. Um, she would say, like my mum told me, she would say that she saw someone at the, at the end of a bed with a, a black suit on and a, and a top hat. And at the time I was like, that's extremely weird. Do you know what mm. mm-hmm. So I think once we start to disconnect from this physically, you can almost perceive them. But she said that, my grandma said, that it wasn't mal- malicious or anything like that. It was just stood there, wasn't doing anything.
0: Mm.
2: But it's
1: just famous. the ability. It might have been there just to collect
2: or harvest the soul, kind of like the grim reaper. Yeah. yeah, exactly, possibly. Kind of
1: like well, re contain it and then life review, just boom, reincarnate. Yeah. And that's the idea of on Batsy Zombies, the storyline is that it goes around and collects souls. Oh, really? Yeah. You should really look into it. It's very interesting. I'll I'll send you a link to a video, you as well on Gombi, that has like the whole gun oh. down of the zombie storyline. Yeah, please. But it's, it's, this, it's this idea that did that person actually have the occult knowledge to write this or was it the entities feeding them this information Yeah, and getting them to write this storyline? Which one was it? Was it the chicken or the egg first essentially?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: for
2: sure.
0: I'll yeah, link it in the video too for, for our audience. Yeah, 100%. I will do. I will do. I will do. By, based on the storyline, it's probably the entities that are giving these people information, like... And also you mentioned that these people are probably sending messages to people who are psychic and make predictions. Again, another trap in the Matrix.
2: Yeah, even playing the the newer version of Call of Duty for a little bit, started noticing all these occult symbols. I played this game, it's really satanic. I I couldn't even play it anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, if you think that's satanic, you'll see how satanic zombies is. <laughs> oh <God>. okay <laughs> yeah
2: because they' were, like predicting a nuke in one of their one of their storylines they're like trying to yeah. get people to manifest that
1: yeah was, like, New York yeah. or something yeah well Nazi zombie there's a, a level one Nazi zombies where you're playing in purgatory essentially in Alcatraz so you yeah. play as four prisoners it's four characters that are based off like American gangster style films but mm. the place gets taken over by Satan essentially, and they get stuck in purgatory and the warden's coming around after them and trying to basically kill them to get the souls and feed them to, the, to Satan there's a oh. lot, yeah, it's, it's, very da- it's very dark is, is the Nazis on the storyline but as I, as I say like I think I'm coming to more of the... I, mean, I think that's either. true yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I think more of the idea I'm coming to now is though, that a lot of these creators and stuff I think some of them are in on the information, but I think a lot of them come for the ideas through like downloads and stuff like that. Like they've fed the information from these entities. Like the guy who invented the computer, I don't know if you've heard the story about him. Is it the person who invented the computer or something like that? I've heard Nick Hillman talking about it, but he says that he was communicating with machine elves in his garden.
0: He said uh-huh. he'd go out and
1: dig holes, and it goes into this machine elves and they were telling him to build this supercomputer. Yep. And obviously like when people are tripping on DMC they say they see these machine elves.
2: Right. Which which to our point earlier, they come with messages of love, compassion, yeah, healing, even which you know those are good things from our perspective. And they even go as far as say, No, 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 make sure you do not believe this realm is hell. Like that's yeah. one of the, the videos I watched regarding the machine elves. And again, these people start hooking into it, they start seeing these numbers four three four and it's like oh wow what kind of consciousness are we really tapping in they're
1: machine elves hmm. doesn't sound very friendly to me <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking terrifying yeah if i was scared of anything i'd be scared of machine elves if a machine <laughs> elf walked in my room now like elves are scary enough but a machine elf jesus <laughs> christ i'd be fucking my pants <laughs> for sure man <laughs> Like Dobby, like a fucking robot Dobby. Like Dobby's pretty scared. I used to be terrified of Dobby as a kid. You know Dobby, yeah, you? yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah I
1: used to a... fucking hate Dobby. I was terrified of him. Dobby, Dobby, Dobby. Is you it... know Dobby.
2: Isn't that from Lord of the Rings,
1: though? No, from Harry Potter. Is it
2: from Harry Potter? Oh, okay, yeah. No,
1: you're uh, thinking of, um... what's his first one? Lord of the Rings? I know what you mean. Gollum. Yeah,
2: Gollum. yeah. That's
1: Similar true. sort of character. okay, okay, yeah,
2: yeah. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, even even Yoda's is a demon.
1: Speaks enough. speaks backwards like Hebrew. True. Yeah, I never thought of that before. He does, speaks in reverse, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: Speaks in the upside down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you said you're interested in the ayahuasca, so I guess you'll we'll have to be the guinea pig. <laughs> Besides all the other people that tried it, I don't recommend yeah. it. You, you know my stance, but no. so I wouldn't
1: recommend you do it. No, I, I know you don't recommend it. I'm just interested to see what the experience would be like. Yeah,
2: that's what, yeah.
1: I'll tell you my experience with that.
2: I was going to do it. I was going oh, to do it. To... My yeah. curiosity had gotten the best of me. And then my mom got this overwhelmingly bad feeling and she started going crazy. Like, she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She was, she was about to like, literally kill me before I, I did it
1: really um, well just out
2: of yeah. nowhere yeah yeah and you know what they say about women's intuition it turned out to be right more than likely i was going to have some kind of horrible trip where i wouldn't be able to handle it and i would lose my mind and she'd have to come get me or yeah i just end up really poorly and i'd become entity possessed
1: that's of my favorite but i'm still curious <laughs> Well if I might you have the you have... experience to be fair. My mum my mum yeah. has a very strong intuition, so I feel, I feel like if I was going to school, she would probably stop There, there
0: you yeah. go. If you do have a choice, just tell us your experience in a future podcast. Hopefully it's not you though. sitting in hopefully it's not you sitting in hospital.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I might come back as a machine elf. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how like things like that that can come from the Earth, although in a very specific kind of combination, you know, an occult spell, that's how it's made, can still open you up to manipulation. Also because Ayahuasca. Yeah, what they show you, or like when you go, you think you're going to this dimension, but really it's another overlay. It's just like astral traveling, you're just in the overlay the dream world, another layer of yeah. the dream world. That's why I say it goes all the way up to the void, where there's nothing.
1: Well, that's what, like Graham Hancock was talking about how ayahuasca was formulated, and it's almost impossible that they put them two exactly. ingredients together. And he says that the ancestors showed how to do that by whatever entities showed them. Exactly. Red flag. It's not the, oh. sa- the same entities that are manipulating us now to create AI to bring fucking
2: exactly.
1: Exactly. We've been dealing with these demons for. <laughs> beginning since the beginning of uh, this realm exactly that's why i think i think it's an ongoing war i think it's a war that's lasted for millennia Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah that's another question like how long has this place lasted they tell us
2: millions of years some say thousands you know and i was kind of posing this question well hey if we got stuck here because our mother sophia told that being to breathe into the light into these bodies and it's been going on for millions of years like you know, we could use some help. <laughs> like, yeah, We've been stuck in these trauma cycles for millions of years, dude. But if it's only thousands, I understand, you know, from her standpoint, of 10 seconds, yeah. it could be thousands of years for us. But if it's been
1: millions, like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, just get it out of here. I'm bored of yeah. playing now. I, I really don't think it's that long. I genuinely think it's, it's like a game, almost. Yeah. yeah. Just because I was thinking, like, the other day, like, what are the, I know, obviously, no way no way i'm believing in the big bang theory but i just suppose the idea that we just happen to be on this perfect planet as oh, so yeah. a certain distance away from the sun it's just, it just makes no fucking sense the like book talks about that too like
2: the the probability of particles colliding and then creating a perfect uh environment for life to fast to begin you know growing yeah um is the same as a blind man walking on a beach, looking for a specific grain of sand.
1: Well, I yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, of course, as well, now the 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 telescope, they've got a, a, an even more powerful telescope than the Hubble, I think, I can't know what it's called, but apparently they've discovered that the universe isn't actually expanding, it's shrinking. Yeah. Which is quite right. interesting. Yeah, because Stephen Hawking talked
2: about the Big Bang and then the Big Crunch. It's yeah, the Ouroboros boom, expands yeah, exactly.
1: at two points it collapses again we're going back into the void which is the black
0: hole the black yes. holes could be the thing that's looking sucking us back in yes Needs. that's right it it's perfect it's perfect timing for the age you you have the Ouroboros symbolism everywhere so that discovery is no surprise yeah even in the World Cup yeah.
1: the Ouroboros but it's similar to the idea of like the occult and stuff like getting into conspiracy theories Essentially, once you start getting into it, you just you basically trapping yourself in a cycle of never finding the truth. Yeah, you, you just want to it get out again. Just, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like you think you discover the truth, and you don't. Then you start from the top again. You go back round. It's just a cycle. You are trapping yourself in. Yep, that's why there's a rabbit on the moon.
2: See, go down, back to the moon, down, back to the moon. You know, Chiron last uh, through etymology or to break down the words, he makes. He provides a theory that actually our bodies are in the office or off ice uh, here, but they are on ice on Saturn. I forgot what a- actual connections
1: he makes behind that, but it's in his third part, I believe. Of I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, the I think Nick was talking about a theory. <laughs> it might be the Masons that believe that like, we are on Sirius. We've come down from Sirius. And mm-hmm. we're playing a game of, like we live on Sirius, and that's why. Say, Gra- did you see Graham Hancock's show? Then you wonder. Well, if you look at the megaliths, there's a lot of megaliths from the past, and all of them point towards worlds Sirius, <coughs> as as where mm-hmm. Sirius would be. So it's almost it basically suggests Sirius worship, and mm-hmm. people believe that we came from Sirius or we come from Sirius, and mm-hmm. we've been brought down here. And we're essentially existing on Sirius, and the earth at the same time, like simultaneously
0: playing the game, however. No, can, can I just say something? That That's against our will, which I'm probably. Yeah. Like, am I right in saying it's serious in English Ordinals 9 to 5? Not 9 to 5, 95 in English sure Ordinals.
2: Sure. Yeah, I right. think it equals Sophia, I believe.
0: I mean, that perhaps explains the 9 to 5 lifestyle that we currently have in the Matrix, going to the, the office. Earth.
1: Oh great, connection. exactly Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Crazy. Working down
0: the fire. But well,
2: the thing is, I also thought of the blazing <laughs> <don't know>. star. <laughs> yeah, we there's not anymore. I always thought of the blazing star as could it be Sirius or could it be Saturn? Saturn was a star that went blazing, right? Exploded potentially. Um you know it's Chiron last makes the point that where our bodies are on Saturn, could they be on Sirius potentially as well? We see it mimicked in Westworld, where the actual clones are just kept frozen underneath mm. in the chamber, right? And then when they're made to be in the storylines again, they're just activated and thrown in the world in the Westworld. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Unless that's what they what they want us to believe. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, true.
2: I mean i don't care about this body I, I care about it but i'm not gonna go rescue it from sirius or saturn like our divine yeah. self is so much more than just the body the clone in it. yeah it, it's 90, 95
1: 95, sure no, is
2: it okay yeah interesting stuff though i think we've see that's what i like about the interviews we have a topic but we always let it you know go into other topics come, that may come up yeah yeah
1: is it time to wrap to up it. now? Yeah, that was literally what I was about to think. Or what I was yeah. So, yeah, let's end I it, think, it. I think, think we smashed this. I think this has been a great episode, and I think there's a lot of information here. I will leave on one more note as well. I um, kept referencing Sophia as well. That is quite a big part of the zombie storyline as well. Is it? I'll leave, yeah, I'll leave you to. Oh, my God. To okay. that on your own. All right, cool. Sweet.
2: I will definitely check that out. All right, time to end it
1: then. All uh, right. Do you want me to do the outro? Yeah, you can. All right, okay. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you for Sylvia for being on this episode. It's been great to have him back. And as always, we've had an amazing conversation. And I think there's a lot for you guys to pull from this. We will we will leave the information that we've talked about in the description so you can have a look at like the, the book that we referenced and the link to the zombie storyline and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, guys, thanks for watching, as usual. And we'll see you next week. Peace.
0: <laughs> if you're new to Silvio and you enjoyed our conversation with him, be sure to check him out on YouTube, Twitter and TikTok. Cheers, guys.
1: This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of The Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.